Alright, so we here on So What You're Saying. It's me, your boy, Energy Vibes, and I got Dapper Dan Dapper. here with me. And uh, we about to get into some uh, conversation with the homies. So what you saying? Alright, alright, you know what it is. It's your boy, Corey J. Welcome back to your next episode of... So what you saying? I got the usual suspects in the building. Who we got with me today? You got Slick Rick in the cut. You know what I'm saying? Slick Rick. All right, now you got Sean in the cut. I'm Sean <laughs> in the building. We're missing our, our lovely fourth host, the the young, beautiful Erica Wise. She quit. She, she did. She said, fuck this. She got, better, she got better things to do. She got her listens and she dipped on us. But you know what? It's all good. It's all good. We still love you. We still got yeah, love. Shout out to Erica, man. Shout out to Erica. Today we're joined. We got an interview coming to y'all. We're joined with two up and coming artists on a local Slidell scene from the home team. So I'm gonna be kind of biased and say the two, one or two of the best spitters I know. You know what I'm saying? Panda Mason. I got Panda Mason tatted on me. Like, who we got in the building? Introduce yourselves today, fellas. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all got your boy. It's uh, Neji Vibes, and uh, we got Dapper Dan here. We got Dapper Dan here. In the, yeah, in the so building, in the building. We finally made it over here after being late. It's it's finally, son, because he had us. We need the air horn. I was ready to fight, son. You had yeah, me. Yeah, where are my air horns at, nigga? I need my air horn drop. I need my fucking applause drop. You didn't answer the phone or nothing. So we uh, we're just going to get into a topic conversation today. Right. Pat, you know, me and you got history. Whoa! Yeah, but not. You like you like my history. For those of you who don't know, Pat, Pat was like literally my first friend that I ever had in my life. We grew yeah. up together across the bayou. Like I said, he's from the home team, Panda Mason. Yeah, he started this shit mad years ago. I got Panda Mason tatted on me, so it's like that. I actually did Patrick's Panda Mason tattoo on his forearm. If you ever see him, ask him to show you. It's pretty good work. Yeah. So, we got Dapper Dan in the building. Dapper Dap just popped up one day and never left. And pretty much, pretty much became. That's just human. funny because he literally did. He did. He just did. popped up one day and then y'all started looking alike. And then it was like, looking <laughs> <started. laughs> like, man. Shout out to Wakanda. So, first thing we want to do is um, shout out to Vanilla Coke. Yeah, Vanilla Coke. We're still looking for our sponsor. We on it today. Let me get a little bit of me. So refreshing. <laughs> we gonna get no, we gonna get the response to one day, son, I promise. So, all right. Well, I guess we would jump. Sunny water. Guess <laughs> we would just jump straight into it, fellas. All right. All so, right. Of course, we know y'all are in here for music. Y'all do music. Yeah. Makes both of y'all the question. This is how we gonna format this shit. So we're not talking over each other. I'm asking y'all a question. Cool. Y'all both answer. Okay. All right. And um, kind of let the people know who is who until they really right. get a right. until they really get a feeling for your right. voice. Right. Right. So. First typical general question I'm going to ask y'all is what inspires you to do music? What made you want to get in this rap game? Pat, what you got? Uh, well, initially, uh, I think like growing up when I was young, I had this cousin, Red Bean. Red Bean and, on the track. Uh, shout, shout out to Red Bean. But uh, this nigga used to babysit me like every day until my parents got home from work. Right. And he played the snare drums for the high school band. Salmon. Salmon. So, uh, like, <laughs> this nigga would just be listening to music all day. So I'd just be in his room, like, four years old, listening to, like, all this gangster rap, fucking West Coast shit, like Bone Thugs and uh, NWA or just whatever, like, just whatever was out at that time, like, Hot Boys and shit. Mm-hmm. And so, I don't know, I just kind of gravitated towards that shit. I started liking the music. 
I'd be running around cursing and shit. Yeah, use the first kid. I know <laughs> that about curse. back that ass up. I ain't even know what none of that shit meant. Yeah, yeah, I know y'all all got the one. I know y'all all remember the first friend y'all had that just cursed like a fucking pirate. Like a sailor. Might have been me. That might have been you. To my defense, though, to my defense, I was a child and I was a gullible. So you was fucking heathen. Yeah, I was a heathen. What about you, young Dap? Like, what made you decide to get into this uh, rap game? Um. You know, that's that's a pretty good question. Uh, I never really wanted to do music, really. Uh, I just started doing it, and I just started liking it and realized I was kind of good at it. So, um, I'm just trying to get rich off this shit, to be honest. <laughs> hey, straight up. At least you honest about it. And be, and be famous as hell, but I really like music, you know. I think it's a beautiful thing that we have here on Earth. So I'm just going to try to run with it, you know. There you go. There you go. Shit. Well, I, I feel that. Hey, at least you're honest with it. Just straight up, look, fuck, fuck this fuck this rap I'm shit. To get rich. I'm just trying to get on. Yeah. So I want to go back to something you said, Pat. Excuse me. When you was uh, coming up with Red Bean on the tracks and you uh, you named some of the old school yeah. legends in my eyes. Shout out Red um, Do you draw any inspiration from any of those artists that you heard growing um, up? Well, really, to be honest... I didn't figure out I wanted to do music until I was, you know, like junior year in high school. So the artists I drew mo- the most inspiration from, I think, were the people I was listening to the most at that time, mm-hmm. which was like Currency, right. fucking, you know, like Big Sean, Wale, like Cuddy, uh, Wiz, all those guys. But then, I mean, there's a lot of older shit that I did draw inspiration from, too. Like Eminem was like pretty much my favorite artist up until a certain point, so... Yeah, I drew a lot of yeah inspiration from him, just like a lot of other people, like Kanye. Really, too, nah. he's probably one of my biggest inspirations as far as music, just because of like from a creative standpoint, and uh, how his albums are always like it's more than just like music. You know, he's always telling like a story or a narrative, right? And uh, he always has these abstract concepts. So I think that really stuck with me, and uh, that plays a big part into my own music. I think. Perspective answer. Who about you, Daniel? Where do you, uh, the question was, because Pat, these long ass answers. <laughs> I'm sorry. Question, no, it's all good, right? We got to get it all up. Question was, um, basically, and this would be a, a good answer question for you, because you say you know you never really want to be a rapper, but yeah. where where do you draw inspiration from? Is there a certain artist you look to that motivates you to make a certain type of music, or is there someone whose path you're trying to follow just to get on and get paid? Because we, we do know there's some examples of people that's just in this game talking crazy. Yeah. That that's that's on is thing ain't going nowhere, but not necessarily a quote unquote. I got a hot sixteen for you, rapper, rapper. So you have um anyone like that? Yeah, like um, you know, I hate to be cliche, but I think Kanye is really fucking. Kanye kind of sets the standard for good music, right? You know? But not to like uh, take away from any of the older generation. Um, I think Easy E was a pioneer. There you go. Um, like E Forty. Right. Oh yeah. Um, you know, I just recently started. I was just about to do that shit too. That's crazy. Yeah, they got some old cats. Yeah, they got some old cats who would have, you know, laid the groundwork out. But mm-hmm. Kanye's kind of the one who Kanye, K. Cuddy, um, Lil B. Um, they kind of like. Yeah, I guess I guess he showed them. me. I can see them kind of them, them yeah. influences sprinkled throughout your uh, your right. projects. Yeah, like they kind of showed me like how you can make like good long lasting art you know yeah like yeah I'm in it for the money the most part but right. I like making good music at the right. same so, time. so my question to you is what is good music to you then? good music a lot of people make good music yeah you're right you're right and to go not mm-hmm. to cut him off his question but I have a question which probably would answer his question 
um, question that we ask all of our musical guests. Real quick, if y'all can, if you had to, we're going to do a top three. Not mm-hmm. artists, but actual projects. If you had three, it could be albums or mixtapes. Mm-hmm. Three projects, the only piece of music you could listen to from here on out. Which would you pick? Mm-hmm. Let's start with you, bad. That's a tough one. Yo, this is so damn. This is fucking almost impossible. It is because I don't even have like a top three favorite artist, let alone top three favorite albums. But I'd say uh, I think I know people are gonna kill me for this. But Jesus, <laughs> Jesus, Jesus might be one. Keep your mind, bro. And uh, let me think. That's respectable. I, I might have to say Jesus. Maybe Wolf. And uh, Tyler Gray and right? the Love Below. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, Ooh. Yeah, that's, I like that's that pick. Yeah. What, about, what about you, Dap? Can you come up with some? Yeah, um, I think My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Oh, yeah, right. definitely. Um, the Purple Rain soundtrack, to be honest. I feel you. I've already established I, that as one of the, the go I absolutely feel yeah, you. Yeah, that's, that's, right. that's, that's, <laughs> that's my number three, I also. And I could either say, um, I could either say uh, Michael Jackson, This Is It, or any Tame Impala album. Because to me, it doesn't have to always be rap. And I can, right. and I can I sprinkle see, in any work of mine. I say uh, Currents. Right. Yeah, I'm about to say Currents. that's the, yeah. like, the only one that yeah. I really yeah. could right. get into. I know my, my top three. The other ones are good, but Currents was the best one to me. My top three is Cushion Orange Juice by Wiz. Okay. Uptown Saturday Night by Kemp Lowe. That's respectable. And too. Purple Rain. And Purple Rain, yep. okay. I like that. I like that. Uptown Saturday Night is... That's fucking great. Mm-hmm. I was trying to put Sean on it because he said he fucked with Lucini. Telling Lucini might be the like, weakest song on that album. It might be. And look, dude, like speaking back to the E-40 shit, we had... Like we was all standing in my kitchen one night <laughs> and Dom was over there and this nigga started playing my ghetto report card. Mm-hmm. Son. Yeah, that shit's wild. Yeah, I'm, that, that's might be in my top 10 all the time. It's like, <laughs> that shit 40. slaps. Son. That shit slaps. Slaps. It's crazy. <laughs> you got your Rick. You got your. I know I didn't ask y'all, but since we all giving our opinions, well, back to the question. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let y'all. I can't give my top. I'll let you know my top three. But back to yeah. the question. Like the music. What makes good music good to you? Because we have different types of music from Gucci Mane. That's totally mm-hmm. different from like Joey Badass. You know right. Right. Mm-hmm. So and you see, I feel like Gucci Mane makes better music than a nigga like Joey Badass, strictly because Ooh. of the fact that. And I haven't heard a lot of Joey Badass, but like Gucci Mane puts his life on the track in a different way that most trap niggas really don't go about it. Like he is really like a poet or just like, he's really smart. I mean, that's really the way you can say it. Like, I feel like good music is just a way you can put the way how you're feeling and like your songs in just a new way that's never really been heard before. Like, yeah, everybody draws influences from someone, but if you got your own thing going, and you know your quality fire and, and most you know, of the time he made songs it. like without the whole beat being done like he'll just make it like off of like one or two little sounds who right. Gucci mm-hmm. mm-hmm. he even talked about it in his book I mean a freaky Ooh. girl's beat is fucking that bitch is super simple like you know what I'm saying yeah that whole yeah, right like he can turn something he can turn something simple and make it into a masterpiece mm-hmm. he, he kind of did with that song for real he did you know, he's, he's a very underrated artist you know so if you had to pick Fat Gucci, 
or at the Joe Gucci. Fat Gucci or Clone Gucci. Fat Gucci or Clone Gucci. Skinny Gucci is definitely a fake. I don't know how it would. I don't know how it would. Yeah, some songs is pretty good, but it's not. Fat Gucci just still had that hardness and that, like, Fat Gucci would kill me. He was still grimy. He was still grimy. Correct. He was still grimy. Gucci do the dishes, put the pounds in the trash can. Nobody fucking no, my kitchen. Like little pump, like low key makes good music. Like yeah, it's simple. I'm gonna have to disagree with you on that one. Yeah, I'm definitely. I feel you. I feel you. But I feel like it's, it's no, it's no substance. But he I just, think he just get on the track and, and say. But, but yeah. I think today, to Dapper's defense, is what he's saying is he's not necessarily looking for substance. Which is kind of odd. Yeah, that's true. When you listen to some artists. Sometimes you don't you're just looking for something from. that makes you move. To be yeah. honest, a lot of a lot of like like mood music. Shout out to Joe Budden. Yeah. Not his project, but some things you just want to feel when you're in certain moods. Right. Like um, somebody said, I forgot who said it. Like I'm not like me. I, I don't want if I'm in a club and fucking definition by Black Star come on. I'm not gonna start fucking turning up. I'm like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Something super super <laughs> super lyrical come on. You're not gonna go to a club listen to Tech Nine. No, yeah, yeah, you know true. what I'm saying? No. So, yeah. Shout out to Tech9, he just dropped the album. Shout out to Tech9. He did. Yeah, I watched his oh, live interview. Yeah, I just seen a piece of his live interview. Tech9's interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched this shit for the first time. Yeah. He's a legend. He is. So, um. Shout out. We got our, our top musical influences out of the way. So, um, <clears throat> as far as. Well, I have a question for, uh, for Energy Vibes. Okay, yeah. How do you go about um, putting the projects together? Mm-hmm. Like, well, how do you know which song fit with the mood you're in or the tape that you want to put out? Well, to be honest, the process has been pretty different throughout each one of my projects so far. So, like, um, so say, like, the first project that was really taken seriously, which was The Moonchild 2, I basically was, like, locking myself in my house every day for mm-hmm. just, like, 10 hours sitting in the kitchen in front of the computer because I had everything set up in the kitchen. And uh, I would just sit there and drink and just record all day, all day, all day, all day. And just kept going until I felt and kept going until I felt like it was right. right. But like the thing I do is after I start making a bunch of songs and I have the concept built around what I want the project to be, I, I will sit there and I listen... I make different uh, track orders, right? And listen to each one for like days and days at a time until one feels like it's the right one. It just flows. Wait, when you yeah. say track orders, like you'll lay out all, like if you have a 16 song Basically, yeah. or an eight, uh, eight track. As I'm going, as I'm going, as I'm, re- right, as okay. I'm recording the songs, mm-hmm. I'm ordering them to see where they should fit in this track list right. but then when I'm done I could change the whole thing when I'm done right. because I might get done with all the songs and then be like uh, I don't like that one there uh, I don't like that one there right. so I start switching shit around but you then uh, once everything is done I'll go through a few different track orders you know and then uh, I just choose the one that fits the best that right. I feel like sounds the best and right. gives me the best feeling as to what I'm trying to uh, portray alright so when when you sit down and you say okay um, I don't have any songs recorded. I'm about to start on a fresh project starting today. Mm-hmm. At that point, do you determine what type of sound you're going for in that project, or is it just you? You just make the songs and they no. just come together. Yeah, I don't. I don't try to predetermine what. Uh, like this gonna be a depressed album. This gonna be a turn up album. Yeah, no. I just. I literally. Just, it's whatever mood I'm in. Uh, in my life at that point. Right. Basically, like so, whatever type of energy I feel like is going on or surrounding me right. at that point in my life, that's kind of what 
uh, what fuels right. the creative process so for the album. Like, for example, when we got the Nezu Bob's project. Yeah, I was using the military doing right, some strange shit. I was, yeah, I was going, I was dealing with a bunch of spooky shit back then. Yeah, but we, know, so, we might get into that a little later. We're about not going to um, get into yeah, the, say, the, ro- the rumors and the mystique behind but, your. Uh, yeah, but <laughs> that was some just that was like a spooky vibe. You know what I'm saying? Right. But then I get on to later projects like uh, like Synergy, which is really is really like a real grimy, right. uh, sleazy vibe, but like you know, real abstract and trippy too. But right. then it's a lot of like bars on there. But then there's a lot of melodies too, which is right. why it was a cool project. And you me. actually put out hard copies for that project, which a lot of I um, have. I have. Seems some like a lot of people kind of getting away from that. I have some for y'all today, so. especially local. I already got one, but yeah, I got some for them. We appreciate that. Yeah. What about you, Dap? Was um uh, when when you're going into doing a a, a project, same same thing I asked Pat. Do you kind of pre do you predetermine the type of sound you're going for, or you just say, okay, I'm going to make these this next six songs that I make is going to go on this project and I'm going to title it whatever um for me it just depends on the type of project really like on a on a project like Ozone Milan I kind of had everything already figured out mm-hmm. like you know I had the title already and just kind of how I was going to have the sound and then I just kind of made the track yeah you just, feel, there, just filled you know? in the blank right. basically mm-hmm. but for something like Make Out Point I had the title, but I had no clue how that shit was going to sound. But I just knew that I wanted it to be kind of like a mellow, kind of like a sad vibe. So I just started just kind of thinking and just kind of trying to keep it all along the same avenue. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. But for me, it just kind of depends on just kind of how I'm feeling, you know. Or, yeah, how I've been feeling the past couple months or a couple weeks or whatever. That kind of determines right, right. me. Right, So, um... If y'all could think back to the first project y'all put out, how did you feel? Not not so far as the reception, but because that's a big thing. Like, all right, here you go, world. I'm a rapper. Here's my project. Listen right. to it. How did y'all feel when you put out your first project? Um, did you feel a sense of relief? Like, I, the I, first, I, I, I did this yeah, shit. The first yeah, project, yeah. well, the first project I put out was this tape called Insomniac. Right. And we didn't even... And where can they find that? Just real quick. No, that's, that's Lost Files. Yeah, you Lost can't... You'll never, I wish y'all could find it. You can it. never find it. I I've was never, all over that thing. I've never been able to find it again. But, right. um, like, that was something we put out. We didn't even really promote. But, like, we didn't. it was... We're, we're, it did feel like a sense of accomplishment when I was finished with it. Because it was, like... Were we, who were we when we put that out? Were we cloud kickers? Were we first yeah, class? Yeah, yeah. So we went through a few different. That's, uh, nah, that's what we're doing because I had, <laughs> I had a WordPress account. It was the cloud kickers. Right. Account. Yeah. So we went through a, a, the, the group as a unit went through a few different. Yeah, the account is actually still there. It's just that the link for the tape had expired years ago. Oh, so. I wish y'all could have that shit. We was all it was a line shit. links link. I still remember that. But yeah, bro. Um, shit. <laughs> no, well, the question was, how did you feel yeah. when you put out your first project? Yeah, accomplished. Mm-hmm. What, what about you, Dad? Uh, yeah, I felt like I won a Grammy in that bitch. Like, there you go, straight I felt up. Like I was LeBron James, straight <laughs> up. Went in the first ring. So, how how many total projects did it take for y'all to put out until you realized, okay, I'm all in. I'm a I'm a rapper. I'm gonna make some shake. Because I know, well, I know some people don't put out put, put out their first project, and mm-hmm. then I'm all I'm all in behind it. They put it out, kind of feel it. If they don't get over a certain amount of listens, it's like all right, yeah, delete it. Right. It was uh, it was after my second project, after the Neji Vibes project. That was and that, that was the second project I put out, not the second one I actually made. I actually made two more before that, but 
I had a computer crash and uh, lost everything. So. I remember that. So we lost some yeah. valuable. We lost some valuable. Uh, a good, a good amount of music. Stuff. You know, at least like forty songs, but yeah. it's cool. And I was on half. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I know yeah. that shit's funny. But yeah, after the Energy Vibes project, I was like, all right, fuck these niggas. I could do this. <laughs> so, so yeah, that was the point. Cause you kind of like a um a, a OG of Slidell rap. You oh, started. Yeah, you started around the first. Time from around mm-hmm. when I started really coming out. I oh, am now. Well, no, like, yeah, I'm, he's, I'm, he's, he's yeah. one of the Yeah, like I'm 26. I'm about to be 27. I, so I remember. So it has uh, felt like a long time. Cause remember we had we had a bunch of people. We were just gonna do a track with Tim when we when we, we yeah, went to sound yeah. with Tim with two M's. I've uh, had like almost <laughs> everybody, Tim, not almost everybody, but most of the local artists in this area at some point hit me up for a feature or something. Now right. they didn't always all get done, but yeah, right. for various different reasons. But right, right, just. Logistics. Mm-hmm. Is there is there certain songs you wouldn't hop on? Wait, certain songs like, beats, like just beats of if that like, I wouldn't rap on. Yeah, oh, I'm, fucking, not, I'm like that right. too. Like certain yeah. tracks that you deem a cla- uh, untouchable. Right, right. Classic. Oh, that like, like that I think is too good for me to rap on. Not too good, no, but just something like, I just don't want to come on because it was done so perfect the first time. No, no, nothing's off limits. Nothing's off limits for me. Uh, Mm-mm. but there are <laughs> not now. Nah, that's not saying that I think that I could do anybody's shit better than them. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. I just think that, that fuck if they did it in this type, like, and it inspires me, then mm-hmm. I want to do it. Right. And I'm gonna just do it to the best of my ability, whether I feel like it's gonna be better than their shit or not. That don't really matter to me. Are you big on doing features? Not necessarily because of two things. One, because of the time factor that it takes. For some people to complete features, mm-hmm. uh, it just don't like. Sometimes you'll ask somebody to do something and they'll take Buku long to do it, which right. I've done to people too. Right. To be fair, so and you don't want to hit them up to like be yeah. bothering yeah. and shit. But also, I don't like waiting on people to have things done. Right. If I ask, yeah, some, if I reserve a spot for somebody or something, and they take more than two or three weeks, you let me feel the ch- Well, the chances are I'm gonna end up writing and finishing that song. Right. So and you'll prefer so, to be like more organic, like y'all in there together, like doing the right, song together, right. like verse after verse type. Actually, shit. yeah, I like that too. Yeah, I don't right. mind just Even like yeah, doing features. Somebody will send me something, and I just drop a verse on it. Right. I don't mind. Doing so, that. so let me ask you a question. So you hit up somebody to do a feature, and their verse is not up to par. How do you go about that? Not, the face you just made You feel like you had that before Chances are Yeah he made chances, music with me like, so. Chances are I'm gonna honestly Tell him to redo that shit Really? Yeah I've done yeah, it too I've done it to people I do it to my friends all the time Yeah I mean I do it to myself so Like, like if I drop Yeah like if Alright if Dom calls me And be like I need a verse for this Tony song, Shark right? Yeah Tony Shark So if Tony Shark calls me And be like Look nigga I need a verse for your song I'm gonna be like Alright I'm gonna do it Send me the beat I'm gonna write to it I'm gonna go over there And record it if I think that shit is trash, I'm gonna scrap that whole verse and write another verse. Right. I'm not like I'm not the person that's just gonna like let some shit slide because right. I, I don't want to hurt nobody's feelings. Right. But what if one of them? What if like you think it's a good verse, and but they, they think, think it's trash? Right. Oh, if they if they want to redo it, then fuck it, let them redo it because that's on them. Now, right. if the no, second no, time no, they, I'm saying like if they oh, tell I'm, you like they, they, oh, they say yeah, if you got some hot shit, I've never like, had that happen before. Straight up. I mean, it just hasn't happened before yet. Like, it just never happened. Because you found your sound. You know what you're doing with it. Yeah. So I, I mean, got, yeah, I think for the most part, once you figure yourself out. I got another out, question. I think this would be fun straight. for both of y'all. If you okay. had to make a joint project with another mm. artist outside of the home team, locally, who would you pick? Locally? Yep. 
Yeah, oh, I think you got well, you got DZ. Uh, you my got answer, Jimmy, well, it'd you be got, trip for me. Uh, it'd be trip. Is he really outside of the home team? I mean, he's a close affiliate, but I mean, he's not necessarily. Yeah. You know, within the collective itself. Yeah. So, I mean, we we've been like we was in the studio last week. Uh, right. We actually are trying to start a joint EP right now. Mm-hmm. I had sent them some beats last week. You already here first. So we work. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that's something we had started on. That's in a kind of a process in the beginning phases, you know. What about you, Dap? Um, yeah, I guess well, like Casio Elbenz. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a great friend of mine, but he's not really like part of the team. But I'd love to make an EP with him. Me and him never did that. Right. And then there's this is one guy named Shane Valley out in the city. Oh yeah, Shane's who, pretty cool. Uh, I feel his I feel his song. His shit's fucking tight. Yeah, it it either be Trip or Bossy. Okay, yeah, Trip or Bossy. Yeah, I, I could definitely see y'all doing something. Yeah, yeah, cause y'all have been, y'all have been, yeah, been like, since like high school. He's nice. Like, he's <laughs> it's coming, dude. It's coming, yeah, bro. Yeah. It just, yeah. Sometimes it's about timing, dude. Like, cause he, you know, he's on a, a whole different like, you know, he's on, he's doing his thing right now. Like, he's on his promo run for his projects right now. So, right. it's just timing, you know. You don't, you yeah. don't want to really like interrupt. You know, somebody process like that. Right. Like, well, for me, because I know when I'm on my shit and I'm on my program run for my shit and I'm focused on that shit, that's what I'm trying to focus on. Right. And like some other, the, like the other shit could come after I'm done with that. Speaking of promo runs, um, music videos. Are you big on doing music videos for for your songs, for your your projects? I want to, but the problem is always that. The ideas I have for my videos be so some outlandish, <laughs> outlandish, yeah. That I don't be having all the resources I be wanting to do to make the videos how I want to make them. Hey so, man, YouTube. Yeah, and it's it's like it's been a struggle for me trying to compromise with that and just right. being like, all right, like settling. Yeah, because you don't want right. You don't want to settle with something less. Yeah, don't. but then you don't. You also don't want to take so much time right. to do one video that right. you know you go years without putting some out or just several months. Right. Like, you want to be able to just get it done and get out because that's the more important part is actually getting it done. Right. We you also don't have a you don't know, dollar budget. Right, because you don't know how people are going to receive it. Right, right. You might not think it's all that, but people will be like, oh, this might be my favorite shit. Right. Like, it's like that with a lot of songs. So, yeah. a question for both of y'all I, I want to know. Um, y'all's music, is it... Because uh, I think people get stuck in a category to where there's some artist that makes... The music for them, right? Mm-hmm. And they fans happen to like it. Then there's other artists that makes music strictly for the fans. Now right. see, now see. My, I would add on to that is, would you step outside the box and do a, yeah. uh, not a club up tempo type right. music? But because I listen to your music, mm-hmm. it's more of you know lyrical. Mm-hmm. Now, so would you? It's do more for me. Opposite? Yeah, it's more for you. But you know what though? I've been on both sides. That's a good question. That's a really good question. I've been on both sides of that spectrum. I. I was that artist who only made music for myself and didn't give a fuck what nobody else's like opinion was. Right. I've transitioned more into being an artist who's listening to what people want to hear from me. Right. Um, which has amounted in a significant amount more success, by the way. And I have gone out of my comfort zone to do club songs, EDM type tracks, like dance songs. Like right. I have but, jumped out my box to do that. But do you feel like that's necessary? Though? Cause it's not always. That, it's, that, it's not. It's not necessary to be honest. It's not really necessary. Is at a song is necessary. Well, look, it's necessary to the degree of um, success you're trying to see. So right. if you want to have a song that's like a radio single, 
Or if you're looking for that type of mainstream success or you want your shit to be played in a strip club, right. you know, and, so, and various clubs, then you just, you have to. You're going to have to. But you can find a way to do it your way exactly, and still exactly. not sell out. Right. Exactly. You know like what I'm saying? My, uh, yeah. A good example, um, y'all, I know you heard of Black. The yeah, guy yeah. His songs is you no know, as there's no mainstream music on that, but mm-hmm. he's talented he, as fuck. Exactly. It's right. so yeah, it's, it's so good. Right. Yeah, it's so exactly. good that it made it to the mainstream. Yeah, and I feel right. like nowadays you can you can get away with that. But I feel like you have to be a whole package. If you're making just not non mainstream songs, if you're making just things that, that you like for right. people to catch on, they're gonna have to like something. Yeah, but you gotta about have you. well yeah. with that you gotta have the image to go along with it. Right. right. You gotta exactly. be able to sell them on something else besides just the music. Right. Like you gotta be able to get them to fuck with you as a person. Right. Or like as a personality that right. whatever they see you as on the internet. Yeah, and that's a that's like I could say that I like yeah. I watched a lot of people interviews and that like sometimes that turned me on to their music. Like damn, mm-hmm. I like how that person carries itself. Right. Right. That's how we right. try to do with this podcast. We right. try to make mm-hmm. listeners become fans of us to where they don't necessarily care what we're talking about. They right. gonna come back and listen. We get on here and yodel for the next yeah. episode. Because that's the <laughs> right. Because that's the goal. That's the goal. You gotta be big on social media. That's the thing. Um. So basically, you can make with any kind of music you want. I personally feel like like. Uh, perfect, perfect example. Childish Gambino dropped. Um, what was the last album he just dropped? Awaken My, My Love. Love. Right. A lot Dude, of people didn't like that. At honestly, all. Yeah. honestly, I thought the album was good when I first heard it, but I didn't, I didn't I necessarily like. I didn't praise it. We didn't expect it. Right. That's Not why the same way as because rap. the internet. But right. I was like, you know, it's a good album. And it, but they had one song on there I, I really didn't like, which was California. I felt like it just threw the vibe off of the whole album. Right. But as I kept listening to it more. Like this shit just grew on me, and right. then I like, then I was like, all right, this bitch is tight. That's how it the does butterfly. Yeah, some music, yeah. yeah. <laughs> some music just has to grow. On it you. has to grow on you. Yeah, right? some shit you gotta. Just all right, I got a question. All right, y'all right, familiar you. with Mount Rushmore, right? Mm-hmm. If y'all had to choose, like, if y'all could put four rappers on there, who would y'all pick okay. for <laughs> both of y'all? So yeah. we, oh, we, I want to start with Dab. I want to start with Dabber Dan first. On Mount Rushmore. Mount uh, Rushmore. So, wait, first, yeah. for the people that don't know, how many heads are on Mount Rushmore? Four. 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 Okay, Shout four. out, Ro. Mm, yeah. I put myself on that bitch. No <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I like put that, my yeah. spot on George Washington. I like that. George Washington, the first um, nigga to do it. Yeah, all right, beside myself, I'll put Lil B, um, Easy E. Bitch Mob. Can they, can they just, they, they just gotta be rappers? or no, it's, 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 your, yeah. you it's an artist. Okay, okay, okay. Mm. All right, I'll put, I'll put Easy E, mm. Prince. There we go. Damn. Um, Little B and you. <laughs> That's four already. Put, That's why I say. Like, I'll put Bob Marley mm. and Kurt Cobain. Okay, okay. So let, let me ask you this question, because this is like your third reference to Easy E. You, you list a lot of easy? I'm Not saying. a lot, bro. It's just his personality. Wow. Like, no, he's a fire his, rapper. His, his status. I, I liked him as a as a person. Like bro. the impact he made. Yeah, like I feel you because you was, don't give a fuck attitude. Yeah, he I was kind of like one of the first rappers with Steez on some shit. Maybe not one of the first, but just like one of the first rappers to just have an image that wasn't compart like so generalizes in such a rap nigga like yeah he looked like a rap nigga but to me he just had his own like way he just moved and just yeah, right. with, right. the sh- with the shades and the snapbacks right and Jerry Curls yeah. Jerry Curls like you know what I mean he just looks so cool right what about you Pat um alright so yeah my mom Rushmore uh, I may exclude myself because I don't want to be biased. Just but, replace uh, you with Rock. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. If I replace me with anybody, it's gonna be Rock or Dom. <laughs> <laughs> Just playing. But um, let me think. All right, 
Ye has to go in there. Mm-hmm. Um, Eminem has to go in there. Ew. Uh, I have to, just for his lyrical accomplishments. Um, or if I had to replace him with somebody, I'd maybe say... I might say Kendrick, maybe. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, dude. He's... he's and th- three more classic albums and he the fucking goat, son. You know what I'm saying? I like, know. I had to disagree with you on that. I don't know, bro. I He's up there. Three more classics. He's up there. He's up there. He's okay, up there. Okay, well, we kind of were talking about this before. But, all right. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Finish. All right. I disagree. I don't know, dude. It's a lot. It's a lot. But if we want to talk about music in general, then none of them niggas will probably be up there. Of course not. But um, if we want to talk about rap specifically, I'm gonna have to go. With, all right, I'm gonna have to go with Yay. I don't. I wouldn't consider Cuddy rap. Um, so I'm not gonna Alternative. go with Cuddy, but uh, fuck man, that's all. I guess I might put Jay Z up there, but only because of his business accomplishments as an artist, mm-hmm. and because of his bars. I'm not saying just because, like his music too. But damn, nigga, come yeah. on, like right. there's niggas that's <laughs> better same. rappers than Jay Z, bro. I'm yeah, sorry, I'm listening. Like, yeah. I'm listening. Go ahead. Sorry. I'm listening. Go ahead. Yeah. Like who? I'm sorry. There's thirteen. But 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 but, 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 but Chef is a better lyricist than Ho. Is but, but when we say lyricist, cool G I rap. Mean, but define lyricist. Inventor though. Like, I'm, t- I mean, I'm talking about for, for rhyme purposes, for syllable, for syllable rhyme. Yeah, and cause I feel like I feel like whenever you go through these lists, you have to be specific. You do have I can to be give a little you a bit specific, 10, bro. Literally, I can give you a top ten impact wise. That's what I'm saying. He has his impact. It, nobody can outreach his impact. Yeah, his impact. That's right. why he has to be up there. Lyrically, it don't matter how I feel about yeah, his music. Back, he has shit, to be I'm up there. Put him up there. Jay Z yeah, and Kanye have to be up there. But outside of the other ventures. 13 platinum albums speak for itself. No, he's going platinum every. That's not going to ever. <laughs> but, he's not going to never have a platinum I album. I think son. the platinum albums are a direct result from the outside ventures. Yeah, it is. A lot I'm of it is. You cannot even sit here and lie to me and say Magna Carta. The what's, success of Magna Carta wasn't a direct that? result of his business relationship I mean, yeah. with Samsung. I mean, once he got to exactly. a certain point he, where he, he was Jay-Z, whatever he was putting out, niggas was on. But that's, look, but I'm not saying that to shade him. Yeah, no. That's what you're supposed to do. Right. That's, that's the goal. That's what you're supposed you to do. You gotta get to the, the point goal. to where I can put out some bullshit. To where you got corp- a corporation in your pocket to be like, look, I'm gonna I'm a do a deal with you. I'm gonna get all my customers to download your shit. And he went platinum before it came out. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. That's like crazy. that's that's sick. That's, that's sick. That was legendary. And I don't think anybody's ever gonna do something like that again. But but, but I think he was on three though. You didn't see, see my four. But um, that's think. yeah. And so I don't know what a fourth. Who my fourth one would be? Mm. I might. I'm. I know people hate me for this if I put Tyler up there. Mm. But uh, I mean. Creatively and artistically, he's done That's more. Exactly. He's done more than most niggas in this mm-hmm. game, yeah, and he's yeah. fucking so, 26, bro. He, he so let me ask you this question. Let me, let and he directs his own videos. Let me ask both of y'all this question: mm-hmm. From a person that doesn't listen to Tyler Creator at all, why would you put him up there? He's super impactful. I mean, yeah, his I influence, what projects though, specifically, his influence and his just his, his music, role, his musicality, like his production is amazing, dude. I don't know if anybody's not ever not listened to his fucking production, but his that's production the thing is that kind of hooked me at notch. first. His beats, I mean, that's kind of what got me. 
he was real good at like painting a picture with his words. Like even though some shit might have been like corny or just really raw, like he was he's just a really really good. And he had a awesome shit. And we can't sleep on his business sense because he had a great. And thank you. He invented he the business. He he, he created came, the fucking was, business model. I'm talking about how he came out talking crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah and that's the thing I like greasy, about him. Like you, you could listen to his growth throughout. Right, all everyone his had shit. to yeah, go listen right. to him. And also that because you got to watch him. I got to watch him grow yeah, up like as high an school. artist. And you know who else played off of that and did it perfectly? Vince Staples. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and thank you. That motherfucker was talking about raping. And thank you because not only not only because of what Tyler did oh, for himself, burgundy. but what he did for a lot of the artists that was around him at the that time. Whole camp came out. He put a lot of people on, which people like I, neglect I, to mention that fact. I still think Mike that he is, is responsible, underrated. not entirely I, I responsible, but he played a large part Bro. in starting a lot of niggas' careers right. that are in that top tier of what we consider right. to be. Uh, real hip hop yeah. rappers. Not even days. that. Frank Ocean, That's the right. internet. And, yeah, Sid. like it's, it's just, dude. Yeah, thank Mike you. Mike the internet G. was nominated for a Grammy last right. year. Like, yeah. come on. Son. I think Mike G is highly underrated. I think Mike G is right under that level of top. But I'm just saying, like, cool. he's not. He hasn't fallen short of accomplishments. Right. I mean, maybe if you want to talk about Grammys, but don't nobody give a fuck about that no more either. <laughs> Future doesn't. Future's never been nominated for a Grammy, so let's talk about that. But designer. But niggas is. will put him on the Mount Rushmore rap. Bro, so if you want to talk. So if you want to talk about feats and sales and accomplishments, you know what I'm saying? Niggas, the niggas with the most impact in the game haven't even list, been rewarded. I, I, I had a list of all the artists that were nominated for Grammys. Right. Snoop Dogg does not have no, a Grammy. I got right. it right here. Listen, right. Snoop Dogg, nominated. Snoop Dogg, no Grammy. Buster Rhymes, no, no Grammy. Tupac, no, no Grammy. Nicki Minaj, no Grammy. Thank you. Biggie, DMX, J. Cole, right. Ice Cube. So we're not going to even put Quest. that in. You can't right, even. Right, right. Yeah, so you can't, you can't really no, factor. No, Nas no, has no Grammys. So you can't factor no, Grammys and trophies into the argument of what, of why an artist should be up there on that list. I know Nas was nominated, though. So, so let me Nas ask this question. So what, what makes. Um, but that's just my Mount Rushmore. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that should be the standard Mount Rushmore. That's just no. I'm not saying that's the standard. I'm saying that's that's my personal. That's for me personally. You know what I'm saying? That's for me personally. I'm not gonna say that's like that's the Mount Rushmore of rap because it's gonna be different for everybody. Yeah, y'all not gonna like mine. Yeah, I think I think when we ask that question, you just kind of gotta put that little extra emphasis. You gotta put the asterisk. Right, your your Mount Rushmore of lyricists, or your Mount Rushmore of entertainers. Right. Cause I think in generally, because if we want to go with entertainers, I'm right. putting Prince up there. Yeah, Mike Jack, Young Thug. Ooh, I'm sleeping. Young Thug. I gotta put Mike up there. I hate putting Mike yeah, up there. Like, no, gotta put Mike up there. Mike's gotta be on there. Just because uh, I don't, but like I don't, but I don't want to be that person. That's like, uh, fucking Michael Jackson, greatest entertainer. Because he wasn't the most talented <laughs> Ooh, nigga of so all look, time. Well, let's clear that up. Because we're gonna revisit this. Because let's clear that up right now. He yeah. was not the most talented musician. And that was my, but my first question. He wasn't even close. I was just about to ask you is who is a better musician? Prince or Michael Jackson? Prince! Michael didn't play no instruments. What Thank the fuck you. are you talking about? We had this argument uh, on the last episode. Come on, no, dude. Let, nah, time out, bro. Time out. Let's not Keyword even be, let's not be silly musician. here. Let's not be silly here, bro. Prince played over 20 instruments. Let's not be yeah. silly here. Michael danced and sang. Like, let's not and do Prince this, bro. Let's not do this. He Prince stole some. He stole songs from niggas. Song. Like, Prince let's not do this, bro. Come and on, he tried son. to run over Michael Jackson with his limo. <laughs> No, nah, I'm not even having that argument with people no more. I, it's, 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 I wish they made music though. It's clear they, to me, but I, wish they, I don't think I don't I don't think 
They would have made music. I think their styles would have clashed. Nah, they didn't like each other. Yeah, it wouldn't work. With each other, yeah, but like that's like Master P and Birdman. The greatest collab that never happened. It wouldn't have worked. It wouldn't have worked. I'm, I'm kind of happy that one didn't happen. I don't so, give a damn. That shit would have dropped. 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 You can't. I ain't never heard a Birdman verse and I'm singing what? along. I know him, but I'm clearly, not singing along to it. Like, yeah. You clearly never heard the song Number One Stunner. Who wrote that? Chill, son. Who would be like? Who would be the other two up there though? Without Prince and Michael, who would be the other? Kanye and yeah, that's he was in mine. My four would have been and maybe Billy Joel. You know, Billy. Fuck no, Billy Joel Armstrong from Green Day. Get the fuck out of here. Billy Joel ain't on no Mount Rushmore music. I spot on the Mount Rushmore music. If anybody, if any, if any white artist, it would be fucking Eric Clapton. Or okay. fucking Paul McCartney, or John Even though, even though, even though none of them niggas was particularly mm. great musicians, mm. they were great songwriters. Yeah, I think Frank, Frank, Frank got to go on there. Right nah, Frank got to go on there. Ooh, Frank for R and B, he is the goat. I'm sorry, he is the R and B goat. Yeah, he really is. With his monotone ass voice, he be running that shit though, nigga. He be running. He's 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 New Orleans. For sure, Dickie. Well, yeah, he's so he new stole, old. For uh, sure, he, yeah, he stole. Wait, wait. Shit, are we like, talking about Sinatra or Frank Ocean? <laughs> we talking about Ocean. He's hey, talking, look, oh, I thought you were talking about Sinatra. I'm talking about Sinatra. I'm talking about Ocean, nigga. I'm talking about Channel Orange, nigga. I'm talking about Channel Orange, son. Come on. Hey, Frank. Nah, Sammy Davis Jr. was better than I do got to say, in Frank Ocean's defense, every time I listen to Pyramids, I have a fucking moment. You got to have a moment. Even When you listening to... Thinking about you, you don't mm-hmm. have a moment, so even though exactly you, even though about. you know it's about a nigga. I ain't gonna lie. Every time I hear, <laughs> but you be having about a moment. You. Don't it have you that's, feeling some type of way about no, your bitch? That's Neji vibes oh, speaking. Right. Yo, Vine <laughs> fucked me, fuck me up with that song because every time I hear thinking about you, now nah, every Wait, all yo, I think is about. A I give y'all a fun. I give y'all a fun fact. Every time I just hopped on Frank Ocean. You hopped on really? Frank Ocean. I'm not blaming you. Did you enjoy it? Blind is fire. Blind is fire. When you hopped on Frank Ocean, did you enjoy it? <laughs> Look, bro, you gotta understand, dog. Look, you gotta understand, nigga. This is the entertainment industry we're talking. We talking about Hollywood. Niggas are gay as fuck. They got hella gay niggas in Hollywood, bro. It is what it is. I'm not even about to sit here and try to be PC with it, son. Niggas are gay in Hollywood. It is what it is, dog. Some of your favorite actors and entertainers and musicians are gay. You don't know it, but they are. You know, Pat, that sounds like a conspiracy. There ain't no conspiracy. That's facts. That's to the point. That's where facts. I don't really give a Richard shit. Richard Pryor was fucking Marlon Brando. That's facts. His <laughs> wife like, said it. Richard Pryor was getting clapped. Well, Richard Pryor, he might have been made, getting He made uh, jokes that he no was. No disrespect to Richard Pryor and his family. Shout out yeah, to yeah, Richard Pryor. Nice. It's not no disrespect because he cares. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> he, if he like getting clapped up, then he like getting clapped exactly, up. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> no, no, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to go not watch his stand up because Rick be thinking This is episode six of So What You Say. Slick Rick reporting off. So let's get down to the nitty gritty. Patrick, who killed JFK? (laughs) Yo, according to Quincy Jones, nigga. According to Quincy Jones, it was the mob. Nah, I don't know. It was it was George W. Bush. Now look, personally, personally, me, I think I think it might have been someone in the administration. Yes, but. I don't know. You know, it could have been a mob. It could have been a government. In the community, they say the video we see is not what happened. They say the bullet that killed him came from the opposite side, from the back of his head, from the video that we see. Well, me, you know, I'm not a big conspiracy theorist, but I feel like certain stuff didn't happen. 
Um, like, yeah, oh, wait, I could tell you. Well, like what? Like I think nine eleven. Nine eleven. You think it didn't happen? I don't think I feel you, bro. Because happen. look, I didn't see videos. I don't think nine eleven theater didn't happen. No, I think the buildings fell. Oh, you talking about the Denver theater? Listen, let me He's saying there wasn't no plane. <laughs> there was no planes that actually hit those buildings. Now, Ricky. Although you on TV and you watching. And you uh, seeing it? Yeah, I've seen a plane crash into that. Now, Ricky. Bitch, I, Ricky, that. I feel no, you on that no, because I know no, for no. a fact that there that the government has hologram technology that they've already planned on using to fake events. So, so you're saying and you're and the way though, it's the called, way the it's called project. Works. It's called Project Blue Beam. But there was memos sent out back in the '70s where they wanted to project a false image of Christ over Cuba to. Invade Cuba and Whoa. take over. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, and that's right. not nah, and that's on paper. You could that's that's public information. information. So you could look at that. That's real. So they can the they house. can fake stuff like that. They right, can have snipe. holograms and that shit will look real. You gonna think right. it's real? They also created Hurricane Katrina, sent it to New Orleans. I mean, so they niggas, start gentrification. Well, I think weather. I think weather is controlled. Hold up, Ricky. Is definitely controlled. Ricky, let me ask you. We, we could really keep. We could go. Let me ask I'm you a listen. question, Ricky. I'm listening. Do you think? This is Sean speaking. Do you government. think? <laughs> do you think Sandy Hook happened? No. Thank you. But that's because so disrespectful, had, bro. Yeah, it's, 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 it's disrespectful like you really to don't say. I don't care. Listen, you think about the kids? Because you think about the kids that were killed. Listen, you think about the kids that were killed and it just make people just, oh, we got to stop the gun control. That's all it is. It's just about gun laws. Bro, mm-hmm. how, about the fact, how about the fact that the parent of one of the kids that was supposedly From killed started, started a, um, a GoFundMe or whatever on Facebook for uh, her... A dead child the day before the shooting happened. They say the actual Sandy Hook Memorial website was created the day before that. Exactly. Wow. So which exactly, exactly, bro. So you tell me and you so you tell me whether you think and then all the uh a lot of the actors that was uh the parents doing interviews on Crisis TV acting. afterwards. Crisis acting. Yeah, about that on you can look like up their profiles on IMDb. So let's That's talk about it. But for why real. would it okay like it's about to be our last episode, we gonna get killed. Why would it these I'm uh, heavy, responsible I'm heavy Americans have put this shit out because people going to say Dude, yeah, people are goddamn afraid. conspiracies yeah. people are believing that shit praise the flag right and people are afraid dude like people like yeah, yeah we somebody, all if you got somebody telling you alright answer me this if a nigga if you a bald so nigga calm, in a black in an all black suit with some shades coming to your door one day a big swole ass nigga and he like you better not fucking talk about this shit ever I'll murder you and your entire family what what you gonna do I'm not saying nothing I'm gonna comply I'm gonna comply so wait I have a question Dapper Dan because you you kind of like gave me a face so you believe (laughs) (laughs) do you believe um you believe in these these tragedies we should Mm -hmm. say are happening oh some of them no like the movie theater like the movie theater, I believe people got shot. But well, it, yeah, correction, they're definitely happening. Yeah, but it not, didn't go down like how it happened. Not by the people. Like, feel, did y'all hear that the one that just happened in Florida? Yeah. The girl, there's a girl. She, they interviewed her, mm-hmm. and she said she was walking out of the school with the guy that was supposedly yeah, doing the bro. shooting. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, he, yeah. he said he yeah. blended in or listen, something. But no, she was walking mm-hmm. out with him so while the shooting was happening around her. Right, because <laughs> supposedly there was like two shooters, and she, right. Was, right. she was on CNN saying right. this, and I'm like, right. The so biggest thing, I just, I just right. Like, so who really they're did just, it? And they're just putting a face to the the crime. Right. The biggest mm-hmm. thing that That's we see. Oh, or hold up, or how about how about when the Boston bombing happened, they fucking uh, 
they find this nigga and shoot him down uh, no, and somebody back yeah, and somebody no, back no, 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 the second no, one was brother, on the run his brother claimed they got hit by a car and the second one was found in somebody's boat right but whether it, it, somebody was back alive, did it or not mm-hmm. bullshit they say Sandy Hooks they said three people entered the school from the woods they are murking and dip or, or how about the fact that they walked this nigga didn't they walk this nigga out the school or when they found him and they arrested him who, in, uh, they sent like one nigga to arrest him. Yeah, in Florida. Yeah, they walked. Well, he was walking in the neighborhood. The cop just yeah. pulled up on him. All like, right, now answer walk. me this: <laughs> Why we got niggas out here getting shot <laughs> dead? That's the golden question. At the gas station, C- yeah, selling CDs, but we can't kill about CDs. Killed, uh, but we got mass shooters getting uh, getting walked out. Because what it is 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 stereotypical behavior. That's all it is. If, if police officers they feel threatened by black men, that's why mm-hmm. they they first thing is to shoot. pull out their guns. It's getting crazy out here because they feel like I they're just scared. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, they scared. feel like certain white people what they do white white person can shoot up as many people as they want, but they don't feel like they're more of a threat than a black person because our violent history. That's crazy though, but they made us that way. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's violent history. <laughs> you really look at that. History. I mean, yeah, I we might have been savages right. back in Africa, but at least we was keeping that shit back in our homeland. Fuck. Alright. Facts. <laughs> mm. So at the end of the day, it's all about gun control. They want to take out guns. Gun and, control. And that, that's mind control. control. If they want it, you gonna let them? <laughs> no, I'm not about to sit here and say, oh, you come try to take my guns, I'm gonna shoot it out. Oh nah, not nah, that, but I'm saying you'll at least argue for your shit like why? Like just, just, I'm happy I have my guns now. That's all I'm saying. Because eventually <laughs> I'm just saying because really soon you're not gonna be able to get them. Yeah. So it is what it is. So you think they should they should stop selling um an AR fifteen? I'm not AR fifteen, just more well, a lot assault of places rifles. Stop selling guns. Because I seen this video where the use? person was like, "Why would you want to stop? Buying, stop? <laughs> stop buying it's all right. Why would you want to? Why would you stop selling the AR fifteen? But you still keep selling the gun that just shoots deer. You know what I'm saying? That's, mm-hmm. That could be an assault rifle. Some also. people you shoot. Some people shoot. It's, it's stomach out with that people shit. People shoot like, deer with AR fifteen. That's the thing. You, you, right. That's why I said on last episode, you can't make blanket laws because. You could raise you could raise the age, but you can't somebody, specifically so like, ban that particular type of gun because right. you could use an AR-15 to go shoot hogs. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. it's a hunting weapon. Just because it's assault rifle doesn't mm-hmm. mean it's a killing machine. Yeah, it's a human killing. They machine. can regulate them bitches. I say I say the simple solution is to make the process to get it extremely annoying. Hard. Not yeah. even hard, just annoying. You got to do this. Mm-hmm. Once you do that, you got to I mean, wait three weeks. But so you got to think for somebody <laughs> that's really crazed and really. Got their mind set on wanting to do some oh, devastating shit like that. They gonna sit through that process like. Yeah, well, they gonna get it. Or honestly, it could be no process because you could find an AR-15 on the streets anyway. And at the yeah. same time, if someone is that crazy and really want to do something, white they're going riding to around. Do hey, can I find an AR-15 or something? You'd be like, surprised. Yeah, <laughs> because Ricky <laughs> looked like he got niggas asking that that him on a daily basis. You got that? You got that? Not like problem, but you got an AR. I'm gonna be like, yeah, I got it. Let me go get it. Take that money. Take off. I just say, live your life, take care of yourself. Don't put too much faith in this, uh, in the government. Stay strapped. Never... <laughs> the government is wild. Yeah, it's a, this is a wild world we live in. Population control. That's what it is. We all have clones in Cuba. Yo, have y- oh, question. Yo, I got a question. Have y'all seen Bill Gates dancing on Ellen? You call yeah. that dancing? I did not dancing see on Ellen. I did, this I did shit not is see mad. Bill Gates dancing Yo, on Ellen. Y'all not seen that he shit? He looked like that a robot. Nuts. Yeah, yeah, he looked crazy. He looks crazy <laughs> on there. Dog. No, he's like twerking. He's, short he's like twerking and doing all kind of shit. He's looking crazy. Matter of fact, really. Speaking yeah. of robots, how you feel about like them building all these robots 
and shit like or that. Like artificial now, intelligence. All these advanced ones. Yeah, like has a sex doll. <laughs> See, I wasn't even. I wasn't even <laughs> talking about that, y'all. Y'all was trying you to get know what? on me. Look, I wish I had. That's a sex crazy, doll. y'all looking at me like that. I don't you got have one, one of the, yet. like the new ones. I don't have new one models. yet. I don't have one trees. yet. But yeah, you got one of the two thousand dollars. I might invest I might invest in a 2019 second yeah, dog. Don't I, get it look, twisted. Me personally, I would definitely clap nah, up a sex dog. I would I'd rather invest <laughs> in a live woman. What if it just malfunctioned? What if it just malfunction like you trying to get a hand job? If it malfunctioned and your dick get stuck in her pussy with you. I'm saying you gotta you gotta worry about you gotta worry about things like this. We had fifty one minutes. Before we lose track of time, let's get this an hour and a half episode. Y'all probably gonna have to edit some of this out. I have a we might well make this bitch two hours. Let me uh, ask y'all a question <clears throat> because I know y'all. This is this is music related. Cause y'all looking at me like da da da. Um, I know y'all current situation with y'all current uh, management team label, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, y'all opinion on independent route or signing to a major label? Um, I'm going independent all the way, baby. Why? Yeah. Why is Damn, that? I just if got so, three texts back to back. Why, why is that? Because if, if, if you have a meeting with Birdman today, no, sitting, listen, fuck listen, no. listen to me. You have, a, you know, your situation with your fans. You have right now in your bank, how your bank account looks right now. <laughs> if you have a meeting with Birdman, as soon as you leave here, looking. he's sitting at the table rubbing his hands with a briefcase open no. with three million dollars. He said, "You put Nessie vibes in this paper. You take this. You go right now, and um, your life does not change. You continue to make your music." No. Cause why I don't, cause one, I don't trust Birdman. Why would I even like? Why would I even take what he's saying at face value? First of all, mm-hmm. yeah. Second of all, no, I wouldn't even <laughs> like. I don't want to be signed to Birdman, and then it gets sketchy. Okay, like, so okay, that mean, might be like, a bad. He could potentially he, he won't cash he money be, anywhere. He replace, like, I mean, replace Birdman with Rick Ross. Birdman, he could be potentially is, fucking his artist in replace, a butt. Like I don't oh, know. Replace Birdman, Birdman with Rick Ross. Ross. That's another conspiracy theory. regulations. The point I'm trying to make is signing to a major label. No, all right, yeah. Okay, no, let's go in the school. Let's go, let's go. <laughs> let's just go, let's just go in the school. All right, look, no, all right, Interscope. If, if Jimmy Iovine came to mm-hmm. me with three mil, we'd be having a different Didn't discussion. he leave Interscope? Yeah, so you're, you're open, so you're open to not being independent. I'm open to not being independent, but independent is the best road because you're going to... You're gonna see more money in your pocket at the but end of the day. But it's a lot harder. Too. Yeah, it's, but, it's the harder it's, route. It's, it's the harder route. But you gotta, you just gotta be willing to suck that shit up and and do the work. Like you have well, to, you I, have to take a lot of the workload onto yourself as an independent artist. I think you can, you can prevail with, uh, you can go independent, but I would have like a, just a, a distribution deal mm-hmm. with somebody. You don't oh have yeah, to yeah, be yeah. Signed. You can, yeah. Major really, distribution every, is, when you sign it, you just getting that that yeah. signing bonus. That's why you see a lot of people flexing with their money. So, yeah, mm-hmm. Ma- mm-hmm. like getting a distribution from a major is kind of the goal. Yeah, that's um, all that's that we're really going it. for. But you know, I I would. I mean, I might, I might sign with a major. I don't know. I don't think I would. I yeah. would just we'd have to negotiate. Um, we'd have to negotiate a partnership. Because so I'm not going into any kind of, master of I'm not contracts. going into a business deal with a, a major corporation right. without making sure I have some type of ownership. Right. So your your current situation, are you currently signed? Um, no, to major no. Just in general. Oh, in you general, yeah. Contract? I mean, I'm on a I'm on a contract right now for uh, for a little while longer. We're gonna see how this goes, but mm-hmm. uh, everything's going smoothly and according to plan. So are we gonna shout out your 
Your current label or the shout other? Out yeah, shout out, shout out to my management and my uh, label, shout Venom Shot Music Entertainment. Um, we're actually Venom. going to South by Southwest next weekend. Oh, that's what's up, man. To network. Why didn't, why didn't so, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to be out there in Austin next weekend. <laughs> so, y'all come through. Uh, come find us. We're going to be out there. Now, y'all just going out there to, to mess just with to the promote, crowd? Or? To promote and vibe with the people of yeah. Boston and just see put, what's you, up. put yourself out there. Get you some Venom Shock merch. I know you yeah, have Yeah, get, get you like some that. merch, some shirts, some CDs. We're going to be popping up at different venues. Um, we're going to be in the streets, down on 6th Street, all over the place. So, so How many artists are with, with Venom Shock now? Um, right now, I think currently it's six, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Um. I know it's me, Dapper, uh, uh, Remy, Olay, Harley, and I think, yeah, so six, if you want to include that as six. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I have a question. Did you feel some type of um, accomplishment actually signing the deal? Um, actually, oh, yeah, at first. For both of you guys. Mm-hmm. At first when I did, yeah, absolutely, because it was like, uh, it was just like, damn, you know, like when, just when you're young and people notice you, you know right. what I'm saying, and like recognize your talent and are willing to like invest in your talent. Right. It's always something that's kind of uh, it humbles you a little and bit. I have a question about that. The day you signed your first deal with this company, who did you sign with? Did you have any other members of your group that signed? Yeah, it was actually uh, your co-host sitting over there, the co-host with the most. Corey J. Straight up. <laughs> He's Co- Corey, Corey was my time. original partner in crime for Venom Shock alumni, venture, which is crazy. So, yeah, um, shout out to Corey J. My, my route took a different life. I got behind the mic instead of trying to be a, a rapper. I'm just now here to and push you personal- uh, He's a hip hop personality yeah, now. That's right. That's, how it, that's right. Man, hey, look, this is the thing, bro. Like, a lot of people, uh, I feel like a lot of. Uh, people who aspire to be rappers do this like they they get to a point where like they figure out maybe they might not make it or they just they're not there where they want to be at and then they kind of start trying to give up on their dream but like a lot of them don't realize like dude there's so much other shit you could do in the music industry that you don't have to be an artist like you can still do something you love in the music you know in the entertainment industry and you don't have to be an artist and, and still make good money that. and a good living I always knew that when, yeah. when we had the conversation with Liz and Nutter when they signed both of us right. I always knew that that I didn't necessarily want to be right. a rapper the, or the artist key, but. the key is being a, a content creator right. just being your own content creator and right. just like putting whatever like you know fuck and just make that shit work but you gotta be willing to invest uh, money into yourself too that's another thing people don't realize like you gotta invest some type of money into yourself if right. unless you just plan on getting lucky Right. But I wouldn't bank it on it. Yeah. yeah, I wish we would have got lucky with a mixer and a mic and all this shit. Right. So I'll put you on the spot now. You're a rapper. Uh oh. You're doing an interview. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can you rap for the interview? You got some. You got some bars on deck. Mm-hmm. I'm not asking for a freestyle. You just got something you can give us. You're more than able to say no if you're not prepared. He's trying yeah. to chill, guys. Yeah, because in maybe he gave us a, a freestyle Uh-oh. Uh-oh. and it was on a song. I caught it. Good vibes, good vibes. Yeah, Uh-oh. I caught it. Yeah, we put that. Yeah, we, we put that I heard song the song. Out. I'm we like, put this that song nigga. Out already, but um, yeah, we actually put that song out last week. I still like the song, but I'm like, this nigga. You got you got you got to put a something. He sold us a dream. But no, I do. I mean, I got something. I guess real quick. It's not nothing like. It's not nothing turned up. 
Acapella? Uh, no, yeah, I'm gonna just do it acapella. Leave on the table. Okay. Yeah, what about no. you, Dap? You gonna come gonna, in after him? We're not gonna go into uh, a whole. I'll try. I was, I'm trash for freestyling, but I'll try. I mean, I'm not even Whatever gonna freestyle. Got, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, um, yeah. I'm gonna spit something I wrote yeah. that's from my new album Real? that I haven't released yet. So let's hit it. Let's hit it then. All right. Uh, Veggie vibes, everybody. Okay. I'm busy chasing my dreams. Please don't bother me sleeping. I asked my father some questions. Why we all busy drinking? And why we all busy smoking? And why the law got subpoenas? He said we all got some problems. You got some time, so go solve them. I'm going hard when it's autumn, but falling harder for winter. She said my flaws looking gorgeous. I told her, baby, don't touch them. She love my balls, they enormous. She adding fuel to my fire, so I should charge her with arson. But she was guarding my arsenal, trying to dip off to London. Let's burn a couple of blunticles with some broads in the forest. Just feed them porridge or something. But if it's cold, get the Oven. I'm Papa Bear with them golden grams, Air Bud with the jumpers. I keep a couple homunculus in my dungeon, she's stunting. And realize she could never find her, another that love her. The way that I do, I'm sorry if I come off as obnoxious, but I'm the king of this casa. I need a queen to complete my throne, she a fiend for the goblet. I had a dream I could buy my way to heaven. When I woke, I spent that on some dope and Led Zeppelin. I never put my worth inside a motherfucking necklace. Been doing this shit forever. I deserve some fucking credit. Checking my bank account, other niggas using my debit. We still in debt. Fuck the system. I really could use some leverage. But this America landed the evil, greedy zealots. But this America landed the evil, greedy, jealous. Yeah, them niggas jealous. <laughs> I, feel like, yeah. I feel like that needs to be on a hard ass yeah. Houston beat. It's actually on a pretty, it's actually on a pretty laid back beat that I made, I made myself. Who's so. he was rapping? All here was twenty five lighters on my dresser. Hey. dresser. <laughs> what song is that from? It's that little Kiki man. Oh my gosh, I forgot all about that. But yeah, that's uh, that's from a song called Heaven on my new shit. So what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said that before I started. I know. He's like, it's Sean. I know. I know. To his defense, he's not sitting here looking at a phone. That was off the top. I'm not. Yeah. Look, I'm not a great freestyler. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I am. I, I can. Am, right. I can be when I'm like, when I'm having hard. moments, right. yeah. but I'm okay, not going to act like I'm on. Another all quick the time. question, because I know I'm not a rapper by far, but I, this happens to me. I remember every verse I've ever written in my life. Every song I've ever written. I remember most of them. I remember most of them to a degree. I can literally rap for you the first song that I've ever written in my life. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Do you remember all of your verses? No. I don't. No, I don't. I might remember like. 20%. 20%. You hear, you hear some shit you recorded for years ago and be like, what the fuck is that? I say, no, I know them if I hear them. Yeah. But if you ask me to recall it off the top mm-hmm. without hearing anything, then I'd say 70% of the time I could give it to you. So, and last question. Well, not last question, but other question. How long now have you been in this rap shit? Ooh, it's been... Like, actually making and putting out music? Okay, to be fair, to be fair, it's I have it's been six years. Six years since you could say um, as you twenty, yeah, at twenty, like that's when it started. And I just noticed we didn't even really necessarily say your name as you vibes. Where that came from? Let the people know. Oh, um, well, it it sort of spawned from like uh, most mostly from this uh, from this anime I watch called Naruto. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the characters' names Neji, and uh, he you know grew up like in a royal family but he was part of like the servant branch of the family because the family was split in two so like his whole purpose of existing was to serve the main branch and like they had these curse marks on their forehead and if any of them ever got out of line all one of the royal family members had to do was activate the curse mark and kill him but he was regarded as the genius in his class like he was uh 
Like, he was just a genius uh, ninja, you know what I'm right. saying? And, like, his name was just synonymous with genius. So that's kind of where that came from. Because uh, just like me growing up uh, in a gifted program, like, I was always, like, looked at with high expect- expectations for right. academics. But you Even moved. though, yeah, like, <laughs> I didn't, I ended up not going to college at all. But, uh, yeah, you did. I mean, you was at Sideway for, like, six years. I mean, I have college credits, but uh, only because I got them I ain't going to lie. This school. may be off topic. You you and Julian was like the first two niggas I seen with Nike SBs and made me. Yes, thank you. I'm glad I'm glad Sean I'm glad Sean brought that up. Yeah, I'm glad Sean brought that up because niggas don't know that. Because I was in the same science class and I asked you about it. Yeah. Because that was the first time I seen him in person. I was like, yeah. Niggas don't know that, but but me and Julian started the wave with with SBs and Super Tell them by the time these niggas was getting their first pair of Scott Tops. I'm gonna give I'm gonna give my credit when by the time by the time I graduated like everybody was wearing that shit. Yeah, it had became a thing. It was crazy. But yeah, yeah shout out to shout out to Julian because yeah. he turned You can never have more bees than Juju. Yeah, shout shout out to Julian. <laughs> he he turned a hobby into a passion that's that's right. feeding him and his family. So Yeah, we're gonna get him on here. And it wasn't football, so shout out to my nigga yeah, for adapting to his environment. <laughs> young Ju True on here one of these days. Yeah, that's my bro. So but that that was a good question because I I've known you my entire life, and I did not know your rap name actually has like a real meaning. It does, I, I yeah. Thought that was and then like that the sounded good. the vibes part, <laughs> it just came from like um, just it's just like how I've, I felt uh, was a good description of like my personality. Yeah. For a long time, I was like when I first got into music, like you know, I'd be around y'all and just be having my headphones in and yeah. not talking to nobody for like, a long time. Ricky's good for that too, but he doesn't rap. Yeah, <laughs> but that's 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 kind of sitting in the corner right, with your headphones. Right, <laughs> but that's how I felt like uh, it was just you know something that it was kind of like you know I don't know it just fit it seemed like it fit you know what I'm saying, and then I don't know I wanted to have like two rap names like did you have any a other, proper name it in the editor? Did you have any other? Um, Monikers before you were. Yes, I did. I had, uh, <laughs> well, not not an official sense, but like initially I was going by wordplay, which me and Ronald forced you to take that name. You're right, which Corey and Ronald forced me to do. Because you made a song and called then, um, Wordplay, and it was the greatest thing I ever heard in my life. And then uh, my track coaches, Coach Shooter and fucking and Coach Beasley used to call me. I used to bring my skateboard to school every day, <laughs> and they call they started calling me Skater Die. And so I started, I started using that for a little while. S-O-D. What about yeah. you, Dap? How did you uh, become Dapper Dan? Other than, of course, being Dapper. <laughs> um, well, one of my friends we used to hang with was like, man, you know, y'all know the real Dapper Dan's uh, from like yeah. Nigeria or whatever. Mm-hmm. He moved out to New York. Shout out to the hometown. Yeah, the home shout, team. <laughs> shout out. But uh, yeah, he was like, man, like it would be kind of tight if you. Uh, Named yourself Dapper Dan because at that point I was like, at that point I was in like all designer shit. So it kind of made sense and I was like, damn, well, you know, I am fresh as fuck. That's right. And I am from Africa. You are. So I might as well. And then you know what? (laughs) Might as well. And I wanted to change change my name into something more cooler for so long, but everybody's just been calling me Dapper Dan. You want to know what's funny? I've been thinking of. What your other what other name you could like what other moniker you could ever go by and I've never been able to come up so with anything better. Either, I think, bro. That I mean that name is meant for you, son. Because ain't nobody check you on it and be like you ain't fresh. How you gonna be that? <laughs> Yo, you know what's crazy, dapper? bro? They so got, that's that's obviously they got a sign other people that, that you. call themselves yeah. Dapper but Dan. But once you get signed, Dapper Dan might come and try to see you. So. Just because cool with him, bro. The current, I feel like he's the most prominent Dapper Dan. I think because the current state we are in, I think you should just 
accept your role mm-hmm. as being the principal kind of and just call yeah. yourself <laughs> the Black Panther. Because <laughs> <laughs> that, that is you from Wakanda. Name to T'Challa. He is from that Wakanda. I want to change my name to fucking Killmonger do now. Not, do not, yeah, do no, not get on that bad side because he can't hit you with a spear at 40 yards out. Ooh. I've seen it. 60 yards out, man. Shit, I'm, I'm sorry. I respect. Put some, respect. Put, put, put some, some respect on his arch game. That has killed lions. Yo, what's the far, what's like the farthest javelin throw in history? Does the one that know? the one that the one that hit Bruce Smith. He got hit with a javelin. You remember he told us, that? "Yeah, back in the day." Nuh-uh. Stupid ass. So a, a chick is at a track event. A chick threw a javelin oh, and stuck yeah, it right in his leg. Oh Bruce. my god! Yeah. Really? That's Bruce savage, Smith. dog. Damn. Like, then it got stuck uh, in his leg. I seen Legend. Will Farlow almost get impaled at a track meet, boy, by somebody throwing a javelin. Crazy. He was walking across the field. Yeah, he was walking across the field. Talking with a train. Do not go to the train. The farthest javelin throw is 104.80 meters. 343 feet, 93.4 inches. 104.8 meters? I crawled Thomas, huh? What the fuck? Nigga, that's longer than a football field, my nigga. Ook home. Shout out Ook. He's German. Of course. German ain't crazy. Nigga's not throwing a football 100 meters, dog. That is crazy, son. That is crazy. Mm-hmm. So. What's going on? They're throwing sticks that That's far? three football Weighted fields. Sticks. Weighted really? sticks. Damn. Weighted sticks. Son, your arm strength got to be monstrous. Yeah, got to be a legend for that. So, all right, fellas. Well, we're going to um kind of start to wrap this one up because we kind of reaching our, our uh, drop-off point. So. Man, we better. Great talk. We definitely, we definitely may have to get y'all back on. Oh, um, yeah, please do. Get some more stuff in. I know. Next, time, next time is going to be a, 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 a straight topic. Podcast. Oh, we're gonna yeah. I love not even, and we're not even gonna talk music. We're Hold on, before straight. we go, I got a question. Y'all believe in aliens? <laughs> no, no, we're gonna see that for the next one. That's what I was about to say. Oh, the, next, the next episode is gonna be I was ready. Encounters. I was ready for this question <laughs> this because I came, I came here today ready for that question. They could listen for an hour and 15. Yeah, yeah I won't get into it. We can get into I it. I mean, now. but look, nah, we could save it for the next one. Nah, save man. Yeah, save it for the next one. Because I know that's gonna lead into a bunch of other shit. I wanna talk. I wanna talk. Yeah, save it. I wanna talk extraterrestrials. I wanna talk paranormal. Hey, let's save it, bro. You've been at Julio House with me and we've experienced some sketchy shit. We've been we've experienced some supernatural things in right. our lifetime. I'm a firm yeah. believer in ghosts, firm believer yeah. in aliens. But we'll Yo, save that, that for the next podcast. Yeah, so of we gonna, we definitely gonna save that one for the next time y'all come on. So listen, just be be beware. Next time we gotta give y'all a disclaimer. Next time these guys come on, we're gonna we're gonna drop if some we knowledge. Around, all this government, right? For real, y'all y'all, y'all done made the spot hot. About some sketchy shit that we experienced in real life. Just know, ghosts is real. Ricky played with Ouija boards. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, we'll talk, definitely talk about that next. Yeah, next Ricky, time. Ricky got some paranormal experiences. Definitely. He can tell oh, you this stuff too. Play, you play with Ouija boards? No, this is on, no, this is on some different wild type right. shit. Hey, let's we'll, save we'll, it for the next. Yeah, we gonna yeah, see that. We gonna see that for the next one. So. so. But uh, thank y'all. Shout out to y'all for coming through. Y'all shout made out it down. Hell yeah. Shout out Neji. Yeah, Five. shout y'all out. Um, Twitter handles. Where could, where could the listeners find y'all? Where can Ooh, they find y'all? Um, SoundCloud, everything. Oh, yeah. Sound, everything is uh, just at Neji Vibes, all mm-hmm. lowercase N E J I V I B E Z. So, what about you, Dapper? Yeah. Uh, my Twitter, Dapper the God. And my SoundCloud is uh, Dapper Dan19. 67. Sound like they just gave you that. <laughs> no, I, like, I, know, I put 1967 because that's when Ralph Lauren started Polo. So I was like, there you, you know go. what? That's like straight, straight up. So, and we definitely going. We going. Um, we put the put the out. Put this out. We going. Uh, drop you out. Drop you out. Links on it. Just to let the people know where they can find y'all. Like, so we appreciate y'all coming through. Real shit. Yeah, no, I appreciate y'all. Um, you know, Pat was like three and a half hours late. Yeah, this shit was fun. But um. 
Next time we're gonna get Tony Shark on here to uh start yes. Twitter beef. Yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 Told him he's gonna have to uh do the interview as one as Tony Shark and he's gonna do another one as his alter ego. Hey, look, yeah. look, look, what y'all should do with Dom is just pull up the pull up y'all Twitter feed and just let him scroll down that bitch and comment. <laughs> y'all gonna Hell get no. some gems we'll out of Tony all Shark. Of our, all just of let him people. scroll your Twitter feed. All of and, and comment his opinion. Yeah, <laughs> all right, so one time for the team, it's your boy Corey J. One with Slick Rick in the cut. All right, and I'm Sean with the dry ass voice. Ooh, it's your boy Neji Bobs. We in here, baby. Yo, Dapper. And we out. So what you saying? <laughs>